Yo, it is the Stock Market Hip Hop Podcast where we talk about everything financial and mix it with hip hop. In the last episode, we talked about the Funk Flex versus Conway Beef. So in the Cliff Notes episode, we always talk about what we just did and then we also go a little bit deeper into the topic. So in this case, step one in my and myself, we talked about how the beef started between Conway and Funk Flex. We talked about it from our perspective as an artist and a perspective as a DJ. And then we also talked about some beginner stock market tips. Some very simplistic ways that the beginner can start investing. And it was basically two tips. We talked about the buying with ETFs and then the buy and hold strategy. You know, so make sure that you go back to that last episode to catch the full episode. All right. So now we go a little bit deeper. All right. Cliff Notes version. We're going to talk about hip hop beef. All right, hip hop beef, ladies and gentlemen. Is it good? What is it good for? We've seen a lot of them over time. And as I continue to grow and develop, one of the questions I ask myself, is hip hop beef good? So, like anybody, I go to the internet. <laughs> the internet gives us the answers to pretty much everything in life. So, could it answer this? So I went to the internet streets and I tried to Google, is hip hop beef good? Obviously, all the results gave me different feuds over time. So let's talk about it. Two things that I think that hip hop beef could possibly be good for. The most obvious one that you obviously have said is record sales. But is that true? Do artists make more money from rap beefs? So. Google said yes. Google also said no. <laughs> the funny part about searching on the internet is always going to be skewed towards what you do. So I tried to go the even way and just ask the general question of is it good? And it did give me both sides of the coin. But we're going to go with the record sales point of it to see if I found anything. So I did find one and I will cover that in one second so is it good record sales but is it good period i think it's mainly bragging rights all right i think a lot of hip-hop beefs start off with just simple bragging rights and we'll also deep go a little bit deeper into the bragging rights part of it so i think a lot of hip-hop beefs get started off with one thing and one thing only ego ego man's worst enemy ego somebody hears something in a rap and inevitably respond to it all based off of ego matter of fact i do have a theory i have a theory that most rap beefs are started by ego i won't throw a wild number out there like 95 percent all right so 95 percent of beefs are probably started by ego and then that 5% outlier that we have, I'm going to be confident enough to say that that is probably split in half. <laughs> two and a half percent of that is going to be money. And the other two and a half percent is going to be females. What do you think? 
money, females, two and a half percent each to make the five. 95% of it is ego. That is my numbers. What do you think about that? Let's go into some of the notable hip hop beefs that we've seen over time. Obviously, the biggest one is going to be Pac and Big, right? Two young up and coming artists. They feuded and ultimately they're both no longer here. Some say the feud is what fed into their deaths. Some say it had nothing to do with it. Regardless of it, it's still unresolved, which is amazing in this day and age that you would think that something like that so high profile is unresolved, but it still is. Whatever conspiracy theory you may believe in it, that can be discussed later, but still unresolved. And that is the biggest rap beef that anybody can think of as soon as they think of beef, period. But there are other ones out there, all right? And I had to dig into my memory here to figure out, yeah, what else is out there? So the next biggest one that everybody can think of is Nas and Jay-Z, right? Nas and Jay-Z feuded over what those two and a half percent was, right? A female. A female is what started that whole thing, right? Jay-Z said something and Nas responded to it and made what is considered the best diss track of all time. Ether. If you haven't heard it, I don't know. If you haven't heard it, you're under a rock. I don't know where you've been at, but Ether is considered the hardest diss track of all time. So Nas and Jay-Z had their beef, right? Which is also now resolved. Is Cameron and Mace, which recently they reconciled. Yo, shout out to both of them for doing that because it seemed like that was something that they wanted to do for so long, but Ego probably did not let them kill that. But regardless of that, if that's true or not, it's done. And that has been something that has been going on for years, decades. You know how much time has gone by? That is crazy. But anyway, Cameron and Mace is also a notable beef. Eminem and Game, a recent beef. With Game, that track was terrible, man. <laughs> I'm pretty sure the whole internet agrees with that. That was not a good diss. I don't know. I couldn't tell if it was a diss or an ode. This is being honest. But anyway, M and Game recently had a beef, right? Right before Game's album dropped. Coincidence? You be the judge. Gucci Man and Jeezy, which is also Resolve, they had a beef which had some you know deep stuff going on in there. But it's now Resolved. That's also a thing of the past. Ice Cube and Common, also a resolved beef now. They went at it, which was also a very good rap beef, I think. Stayed on wax, as far as I know. <laughs> Internet could also reveal a little bit more truths to it. But Common and Cube, good rap beef right there. The next biggest one, which feuded Probably the biggest rapper of the early 2000s. 50 Cent and Ja Rule. 50 Cent and Ja Rule. A lot will say that 50 Cent destroyed Ja Rule's career right after that beef. Is that true? Let me know. Then lastly, one of the ones that I remember is Lil' Kim and Foxy, which 
man, that spun out of control. Clicks went crazy, did something to Hot 97. We see the records on that, but that was another rap beef. So is it good? Is it good? What do you think? There's two aspects you can think of it. For the culture, is it good? Yes, yes, I think it's good. Here's why I think it's good. I think it's good because it brings out the best in an artist. Like competition is great on all levels. Think about anything that you've competed in the past. If you are an athlete and there was an athlete that was just as good as you or a little better and you competed against that person, that person elevated your game to the next level. It made you zone in on the things that you wanted to do and it made you better. So when it comes to rap beefs, a lot of these guys, when they come out with these tracks, their skills get sharpened immediately. And in that aspect, I love rap beef because it brings out the best in an artist. Because next thing you know, all of a sudden their music is just, just a little bit more edgier. <laughs> they got a little bit more bass in their voice all of a sudden. For that reason, I love hip hop beefs. But also, I can't stand hip hop beefs, man. Because a lot of times it gets out of control. And the reason why it gets out of control is not because of the artist. It's always because of the entourage of the artists, right? They don't know all the ins and outs. So they see the other camp or they see somebody else talking about the person in their camp and they make a decision. And that decision can often <laughs> be the wrong decision because the streets get involved and it gets out of hand. When it stays on wax, I love beef. When it gets off wax that's when things get crazy so what do you think and then back to the record sales earlier we talked about the whole thing with record sales and how they could potentially improve from a rap beef so when i did my search i did find an old article from 2016 from vh1 and they covered a few different beefs and in this article they talked about in specific the nas and jay-z beef and they correlated the sales of each album to that beef. So Nas's album went platinum and it was <laughs> on the beef side of things, Ether, which also coincidentally helped Jay-Z's album. And he sold half a million copies in one week off of that. There is some proof there that record sales can improve from a beef. And that is because there's no such thing as bad publicity. In this world, any publicity is going to be used in some way to help project someone to a next level. So in the second question of this whole part of is hip hop beef good? Is it good for the artist or is it good for the record company? As we talked about the sales, how do those sales break down? Is it good for the artist? Because obviously in a contract, you have how sales are broken down, right? But in this industry, it's usually <laughs> the record label that makes the most money off of the albums. So is it really good for the artist? 
I mean, I did mention that sales went up, but what does that mean for the artist? Right, the record label is going to get majority of that sale. So is it technically good for the artist? That's a good question. I didn't ask Google that, but I'm just asking you. Is it good for the artist? Hip hop is a sport. I love hip hop. That's why this podcast exists. I love it for the fact that you can spar. There's battles. I've been in battles before. And out of those battles, I've met some pretty decent rappers that can freestyle and get things off. And, you know, you make connections that way. But I love it because it is a sport and it does make you better as you continue to compete with others. Let's hope that it continues to stay in that lane because as the music industry continues to get a chokehold on it, they transformed it into something else. Nobody wants to die from hip hop music. Back to the record sales, all right? So when I did the Google search on is hip hop beef good for record sales, I did come across an article and then I also dug a little bit deeper to figure out who has it benefited. And there's quite a bit of artists that have benefited from rap beefs. Eminem has been <laughs> in quite a few beefs. Not rap, but just beefs, period. We've talked about rap beefs and how sales are correlated, right? So I wanted to go and find out, yo, what are the top selling albums of all times? Eminem is the king. We're gonna get into the top five here. So number five, number five goes to, drum roll please, Drake. Drake has a top selling album. Number five is Views, the album Views. And it came at one million in the first week sales. Is that surprising to you? Drake is a pretty big artist. So for him to be in there, that does not surprise me. But you would think also over time that there was probably another artist who would be in that top five spot. All right, number four. Number four on the list goes to Wheezy Baby. Lil Wayne with the Carter Three. The Carter Three came in also a little bit more than one million in the first week. So Lil Wayne, number four on the list. Number three. Number three on the list goes to my man Fifth. 50 Cent comes in at number three with The Massacre coming in at 1.14 million record sales in one week. It's crazy to think that an artist can push a million units in one week. And 50 is one of the best when it comes to rap beef as well. Number two on the list. This is where Eminem starts to kick in. The Eminem Show. The Eminem Show sold 1.22 million records in one week. First week. Yo, Eminem, when he came out, like I said, he came out on a tear. I mean, this guy was on a frenzy in the early 2000s. And nobody can dispute that. That guy had record sales out the wazoo. The Eminem show comes in at number two. Number one, does go to Eminem. What album do you think is the number one of all time for record sales? All right, you had your moment. 
Here's your answer. It goes to the Marshall Mathers LP. His first album. His first album sold over 1.76 million copies. This dude almost hit 2 million record sales in one week. This is how hot this guy was when he first came out. The Eminem show is number two and the Marshall Mathers LP is number one. Combined first week sales, that's almost 3 million records. <laughs> 3 million records. Artists who wish you can do that over a time span. He did it in a week. So Eminem is the person of all time when it comes to record sales. So I did dig deeper. You know, that's the top five record sales. But over the span, there's 10. Okay. In of the 10, there's Eminem that comes in dominant, right? There's 50 Cent. All right. We talked about his album. And then there's Lil Wayne and there's Drake, right? There's also some more artists in there. Kanye. Kanye has a top 10 record sales, right? Kanye is in that list. Snoop Dogg is in that list, which does not surprise me at all. No, honestly, I would have thought he would have been number five. But Snoop is in that list too. Check that out. Go Google it. Top 10 record sales for first week. You know it's the stocks and bars, right? So we got the bars coming, but before we get to that, let's go to the stock side of things. If you're not familiar with what's going on in the stock market, stock market is showing glimpses of what's to come. As it continues to drop, fears on recession. That is here, and that is gonna be here to stay. Everyone's feeling the pinch. Inflation has hit us. The Fed has come out with a Fed rate hike. And for those who don't understand it, make sure you go to my YouTube channel. I break that down in a few videos. The recession, the Fed rate hike, all of that impacts you because that is your dollar getting attacked. And in this time, it's actually for the benefit. So when we do a rate hike, we're actually trying to pull all that extra money out of the market. So it stabilizes the dollar. So over time, it will work. It's just that it sucks in the beginning because it really hurts you for the reason that for anything that you want to borrow, now it's going to cost you a little bit more. That's how they pull the money out of the market because it comes out of your pocket. <laughs> if there was anything extra you had and you're trying to get a loan, best believe that you're going to be paying a higher rate. So stock picks, stock picks right now. The pick that I have is Alphabet. I love Alphabet, all right? For those who don't know what Alphabet is, it is generically Google. Google, which owns the service YouTube, YouTube. Everything that we look at on a regular basis. I like this stock because it is a very common stock. Everybody understands this product. You use it daily. You consume content on it daily. You use it to find content <laughs> on it daily. This is a stock that I believe if you don't have, you should look to have. It's currently below 100 and I think it is a great entry price. Let's get this straight, entry price. I think it can go lower, so don't be scared you can get in at a good price now. And for a simple tip, we're gonna do what's called DCA, 
DCA is commonly known as dollar cost average. This is one of the best things that a beginner can do because you don't have to do anything besides just make a purchase. You don't have to watch the stock for anything besides the price. Other than that, you don't have to worry about news. You don't have to track anything as far as the chart is concerned. All you have to do is just simply buy. Best strategy I can give you for that is buy stock every time you're paid. Buy it every time you're paid. Don't worry about anything. Just buy it when you are paid. Take whatever proceeds you have from your check and buy a little bit of stock with that every single time you get paid. Over time, you will accumulate something in your portfolio and this will benefit you. I think that adding Alphabet into your portfolio, if you don't have it, is pretty much a good thing right now. Again, the last price that it was at is 98.74 as I talk about it right now. So it's under $100. I think that adding Alphabet into your portfolio is a good pick. So check it out when you can. And now it's time for the bars. We gonna keep it on the Conway side of things. Produced by Havoc. It's stocks and bars. Yo, they think I'm insane from what I'm out saying. I ain't playing. I'm about to change the game. I'm not playing. My saying is, become the change you wanna see. I'ma be the one to help increase the funds of people listening. The beast that's done by someone to empower you. Teaching you the how to do's that's powerful. I rap about investing. How it sounds cool. How to do? What no one said to me when I was young is grow your wealth rap. There was zero. Now I'm the one. Stop. 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 Stop.